What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all of the fun stuff, right? All the fun stuff is going down. I hope you're having a good week. Things are chugging light, right along here. And you may be asking yourself, well, there, there might be two things going on. One, you may be saying, thankfully, I got something to listen to this week. But secondly, you might say, Dale, this is the second week in a row we've done a Friday episode. Why is Friday the new day? No, Friday is not the new day. But international cards, we've got to push the episode out a little bit because of weight misses, fight shakeups, all those things happen. There's nothing worse, especially when you're not doing a full slate, like picking every fight on the card. The last thing I want to do is give you a play or give you two plays, and those be two out of the five plays I give that end up being canceled, you know? So it's got to wait to make sure everybody makes weight, and then sometimes those weigh-ins, as you know, can definitely help sway um, the lean, if you will. And full disclosure, all it did really this week was confirm a play that we were already going to give out. I say we, the pejorative we, me, uh, was going to give out. And that is the forever popular Shane Young fade. You guys know me. You've heard me say it for years now. I don't know how Shane Young's on the roster. I think they just keep him on there because of who he knows and where he trains and such. But um, you know, I don't think he can I don't think he can pay somebody to win a fight. Now, that said, he is a minus 160 favorite over Gabriel Miranda. And Gabriel Miranda is also not very good. Let's just I just want to go ahead and throw that out there. He's not very good either. Both of these guys, truthfully, yes, professional fighter, asterisk aside, this isn't the organization for them. This is supposed to be for the elite of the elite. This ain't it, right? Um, I would say Bellator would be happy to have them, but Bellator's not going to be around much longer. The Saudis just invested $100 million in PFL. Maybe they want some of that Gabriel Miranda, Shane Young blood money after this, but truthfully, neither one of these guys, I, I, I don't know. Uh, not for me. I usually would fade them against anybody, but here they are. We're taking two bad guys and we're putting them against each other. I'm going to fade the guy that has the worst chin in Shane Young. And I was feeling that beforehand because I, you already know I just don't like Shane Young in that regard. Sure, he's a nice guy. Um, so fast forward to weigh-ins. He misses weight by almost four pounds. Almost four pounds. Shane Young weighed in for a featherweight fight, which is 145 pounds. He weighed in at almost 150 pounds. So that says two things. One... Uh, on top of being a bad fighter, you had a bad camp and a bad cut. Or you realize that if you don't win a freaking fight, you're gone. And you might still be gone anyway because of the weight miss. Um, so you're going to, you're you know, I hate to call it weight cheating or weight bullying. So maybe he's going to try that, right? That that old age, that age old tactic. But that doesn't, that you know, I, I don't know if that's going to help his chin as much as it should. So I'm still on Gabriel Miranda here. I get Gabriel Miranda. He's, the line is moved. Earlier in the week, he was at plus 160. Uh, but now it's dropped almost a full 20 cents. We're down to a plus 140. So still plus money on Gabriel Miranda. I think it's worth a play. I think it's worth a play. Another play that I like, uh, Kevin Joseph over Kiefer uh, Crosby. I, I I don't think Kiefer Crosby is any good. Um, so I'm going to go with... 
with just it now. That said, it's it's very uh, you know, last name is too close to Jesse Smollett, so maybe it might be a maybe it might be fraud. He might be a fraud. I don't know, uh, but light play, light play on Joseph there. So um, two fights in to the card, we've got two plays. Uh, basically, just fading two guys that I don't think should have roster spots is what we're doing. So we're fading Kiefer Crosby and we're fading Shane Young. That's where we're landing with that. So that's two plays. Uh, next play. This is just a this is a stock market play, right? We're just trying to get ROI. It's Jack Jenkins over uh, Jose Mariscal. Now you guys know we've been a big fan of Jack Jenkins for a while. The Run It Back Boys, uh, those guys over there at the Run It Back podcast, put us on uh, Jack Jenkins. Put the Punchless Nation on Jack Jenkins years ago when he was fighting over there regionally, and they were doing commentary for their events. You know, they hit us up and they were like, hey, Jack Jenkins and Jack Della Maddalena are two guys you need to watch out for coming out of the Oceana area in the in the upcoming years. They're going to be great. And both of those guys are making waves in their respective divisions. Now, obviously, JDM's doing a little bit more than Jack Jenkins, but Jack Jenkins has been nothing, no, nothing less than consistently quality, right? Um, and we're getting him here at a minus 200 against... Jose Mariscal, it's a hometown rub. I think as long as he doesn't get finished here, I think he gets the W. Now, this is not to be mistaken with last week, right? Last week we went two and two. I was heavy, heavy, heavy talking a lot of shit uh, against Benoit Saint-Denis in the Tiago Moises call. And he came out there and put put the beating on Moises. Now, round one, there were a bunch of 50-50 exchanges where if Moises could have tagged, like, like if, he, if he had another inch and a half of reach, um, you know, I think we would have been in good shape. But we learned a lot about Moises there too, is that he doesn't have, I don't want to say he doesn't have a lot of grit, but I will say that once the blood started flowing, he really kind of, the body language took took a toll, right? It took a turn rather, Um you know, some guys like seeing the leakage, some guys don't. Uh, and, you know, Benoit Saint Denis came in, he was bigger, he was stronger. He really just kind of walked Tiago down. And, um, he, I mean, he looked like a, a, a man unstoppable. Now, I think commentary really kind of hyped him up for the, for the Paris crowd, acting like he's going to be a big contender. I don't see the skill set being there for it now, but I may be proven wrong. I just, but as as it stands right now, I I really don't see it. He's like a uh, poor man's Tim Kennedy, like a, a smaller weight poor man's Tim Kennedy. Um, so I, I think I think he can gorilla his way through smaller opponents, but um, I, I don't necessarily know, you know, meeting equal opposition how well he will hold up. Um, Carlos Olberg is taking on Dawoon Jung. Inside the distance play, obviously, because it is a Carlos Olberg fight is something that we need to consider now. Is this is it super chalky? Of course it's super chalky. It's a Carlos Olberg fight. Why wouldn't it be super chalky? But, I mean, th- that's what we're here for, right? Let me get this pulled up real quick. Bear with me. You're going to hear some click-clacking on the old Mouseketeer. Um there we go. So let's see. 
Olberg inside the distance, minus 165. He's only a minus 260 favorite to begin with. Fight ends inside the distance, minus 325. Might be a parlay anchor, right? If you're looking at two and three leg parlays and you really don't want to go over a two or three leg parlay because then the the risk just becomes exponential after that. Um, that might be a good, that might be a good, you know, set it and forget it parlay anchor. Uh, I, I really don't see this fight going the distance. Uh, so Carlos Olberg, Dawun Jung, minus 325. And one of the things that you can really put that with, you have Tyson Pedro versus Anton Turkaldi. Uh I've said it before. I don't think Tyson Pedro is good. Uh, I, 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 I think that against low-level competition, he looks really good. But anytime he's met with an equal uh, or greater, you know, foe he he tends to crumble and i realize this is hometown i think he comes in overhyped he swings too hard uh gasses himself out midway through round one if anton can get this out of round one and get it into round two he finishes tyson pedro so i'm on anton turkalji here uh you can get him at even money he was a little bit plus money earlier in the week but he's still right at even money everywhere so just go ahead and get that even money in there and then if you want that one fight doesn't go the distance it's minus 250 so a nice little you know barely you're i mean you're super close to even money you can go ahead and just set a, a violence parlay of uh turkalji pedro inside the distance and olberg dawun jung inside the distance right there and you'll be just you'll be just a little chalk on it so that's a good that's a good place to stop um and then last two things to touch on for this week tie to ivasa alexander volkov we have a house rule on not betting against Tai Tuivasa because every time we do, he ends up winning. Uh, but you know me how much I love Alexander Volkov. My thing with Volkov, though, is is he going to show up to fight? Sometimes he shows up and he just he's lackluster. He's just lackluster. He just goes through the motions. And if he just if he does that against Tai Tuivasa, he's going to get his block knocked off. So heavyweight sluggers uh, plus two hundred. You know, ties plus 200, plus 210 on DraftKings might be worth your consideration there because it's heavyweights. High stakes punch face at big boy weights. You never know what's going to happen there. I don't think this one goes the distance, though, because I don't think Ty has the gas tank to go three rounds with how hard he's going to be swinging. So Volkov can get him out of there. Fight ends in round two is something I'm really interested in. Plus 260 there. Um, doesn't matter who wins in round two, um, but there you go. That That's a good one. And then fight ends in round one or two is available also, and that's at minus 225. I don't think we get a round three start here, so there, there's a good opportunity there for another stock market style play where we're just looking at ROI. I don't think this fight goes three rounds, or goes into round three rather. So, you know, I like... If I'm picking a specific round, I like round two. And uh, fight ends in round one or two is at minus 225. Fight ends in round two plus 260. And tie to Ivasa money line plus 200 to plus 210 range no matter where you're looking. Last but not least here. Last but not least, we have Sean Strickland versus Israel Adesanya. We have a lot of caveats to this, to this play, if you will. Now... I'm on Sean Strickland based on value alone, right? We're gonna we're gonna be the 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 default capper here for a second and talk about value. Uh, 
Sean Strickland's available at a plus 500. Okay. I, I just, we got two grown men playing punch face. This is plus 500. I think it's worth a sprinkle. I, I definitely think it's a sprinkle. How I think this fight ends, I think the fight ends by KO, right? Fight ends by KO. Regardless, regardless of winner, fight ends by KO is minus 165. And I think that needs to be your play by KO or TKO. Because I think this is what happens. I think Israel Adesanya comes out, and I think he pe- keeps that left hand all the way out, like John Jones. And I think he kicks the shit out of Sean Strickland's leg, and he beats that leg up because Sean is so heavy on that front leg. He's just going to start beating him up. He's going to tear that front leg apart. At least that's what he should do. Now, if he doesn't, and and for some reason, you know, I don't know, God's grace, whatever you want to attach it to, Sean Strickland's able to do what he does and put a pace on Izzy. I think I think we see him get Izzy out of there. Now, death by a thousand cuts because Sean Strickland does not have one-punch knockout power. But um, I think fight ends by KO, TKO is, is the play here. If you're looking for the prop, I think that's the prop. Minus 165, fight ends by KO, TKO. And then I'm just ever so tinily sprinkling on Sean Strickland at plus... 490. Um, that's that's where I'm I'm going with that. Now, um round by round props that I really like. You're getting great plus money regardless of rounds here. Round two plus four seventy-five. Round three plus six twenty-five. Round four plus nine hundred. Um I mean you could really shotgun birdshot, you know quarter unit plays on all of them here. And then we're just looking for inside the distance plays, right? We just want it to end inside the distance. Is he inside the distance is minus 110. Is he um, by knockout is plus 120. Again, there's opportunities all over this fight to make money. And you can still be heavy on the Adesanya side and come out with lots of plus money and even money plays. You just have to manage your units correctly. But for me, for my money, where you'll see my money is a small sprinkle on Sean Strickland money line, just based on where we're at there, and then a much larger, considerable play on fight ends by KO, TKO at minus 165. That's where I'm at for this week. I hope you guys uh, make some money at this point. Hopefully, I helped either confirm or push you off of some plays you were thinking of. But quick rundown. Just it. Money line, Gabriel Miranda, money line, Jack Jenkins, money line, Olberg, money line, Dawoon Jung, uh, Carlos Olberg inside the distance with a Anton Turkalji money line and Pedro Turkalji inside the distance parlay. Tie to Ivasa sprinkle, no round three start. Fight ends in round one and two for Tie to Ivasa, Alexander Volkov, Israel Adesanya. Sean Strickland, we're looking at fight ends inside the distance by KO, TKO, minus 165, and a Sean Strickland money line sprinkle. That's like 10 plays for you guys this week, right? We're really just blowing it out for a UFC 293 pay-per-view. Hope you guys had a great week. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great. I've got another project that I'm currently working on. So there will be more content. I know I keep talking about doing more episodes for this show, which I am. 
Um, but they're going to be in a pre-recorded fashion. And then I've got an entirely new podcast as well that is in the works. We're in the process of getting artwork for it um, and, you know, getting everything set up. And that will be much more, it, there will be, it will not be MMA related at all. It'll be much more in tune with what we talk about on other uh, rants and tangents, if you will, with this show. Uh, but we're in the process of getting that set up now. Still early stage. I don't want to hype it up as if you're going to be getting new content like that uh, anytime soon. But it is it has been decided. It is in the works. Uh, and, you know, we the execution is underway. More episodes of this show will be coming. I'm not a liar. I promise you that. Um, but international cards make it difficult. The workload's been a little heavier around here. And... Um, you know, like I said, I'm still trying to get, still trying to get my my health in order. But 16 minutes, 17 minutes, under 20 minutes, 10 plays. Hope you guys cash this weekend. If you ever want to get in touch with me, chat at punchlistmma.com is where it's at. Anything on social media that says punchlistmma is not me. They are frauds and imposters because we are social media free. So uh, I hope you had a good week. Like I said. And cash out this weekend. Make some money. God bless you. We will see you next time. Be good to each other too, by the way. You jerks. I'm just kidding. I love you.